right. That didn't go as planned. <laughs> but. Clutch Cargo with his pal Spinner and Paddlefoot in another exciting adventure, Pirate Isle. Oh, yeah. Going back to my childhood, Max, I know you're a, a superhero nerd. I know that you're but Clutch Cargo is one of the biggest and cheapest cartoons you could imagine back in the day. But we don't just have Clutch Cargo. We got Clutch Kenny Cargo or Clutch Cargo Kenny, however you want to dial it in. Because one thing for certain, and one of the things we got to break down here in this first segment, is just the clutchiness of this young man, Kenny Pickett, and what he's doing. Okay, okay. I was, I was wondering where that was going, so I'm glad that we Did I tie it stuff. together for you? Yeah, you, you did, you did. I, okay. I, but I'm, I'm, still stu- I'm still stuck on Spinner and Paddlefoot um, as his, <laughs> as those, those kids' backup names, uh, you know, his, his compadres. I was, I was like, Spinner and Paddlefoot? That's, Jesus, that's Deontay like Johnson this. and George Pickens, I mean. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, but, but nobody wants to be called Paddlefoot. I mean, who are we calling Paddlefoot? <laughs> I didn't even think Deontay, about that. Yeah, definitely wants Spinner, you yeah. know, but, you know, George Pickens definitely does not want Paddlefoot. No. That, that sounds. It sounds so, um, lugubrious. Yeah. How's that? Um, that's a yeah, big word. There we go. Yeah. That's Doesn't a work. really good big word. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you know, Kenny has come up with the clutch play at the clutch moment. And I think, I think you're right. He, he is very clutchy. Um, and, and it comes at like various times, you know, it was the 43 yarder to GP right. when, you know, in the Ravens game mm-hmm. to, to ice that one, it was against, you know, it was against the Raiders when he made that crazy sideline third down nine yep. play in the second quarter. And, you know, you look at like just different moments and he has, that moment to put it all together is just we love the clutchiness. It's now we want to see also that consistency because I think he has the clutch big play capability moments down pat. Like he knows how to get the ball in a tight situation, get the ball over the top, find your playmakers, continue to roll the chains and gotta have it moments. Um and I think the next step after the clutchiness, right, is to stay in the C category and go in, uh, what is it, alphabetical order, <laughs> go from clutch to consistent. Yes. No yeah. doubt. No doubt, yeah. brother. Now listen to this. Kenny in the first half, 55% completion, okay, thus far. Second half, 68.8. In the first half, 320 throwing yards. Second half. 749 the first half a qbr rating of 65.97 second half 96.9 all we got to do is convince kenny that the second half the first half is the second half when he comes out and then oh oh, sorry it's really the second half now (laughs) we got it that'll be it so that's that's what we're gonna do like hey kenny hey listen listen we're playing reverses on the half um (laughs) We're in the second half, and then when you come to the second half, that's actually the third half. Just, just follow me. Hey, here. it works for me. I mean, mathematically, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. You know, three halves and three halves in a football game. Why there not? Why not? 
because, yeah, like you said, it's such a stark difference in, in performance for Kenny from the first to second half. And you wonder because it, like, takes, like, like it's almost like he, he's a warm, you know, has to have a warm-up period. Yep. You know, like, like, like when it will be winter time in Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go out, got to warm the car up before you can hit, the, you know, before you can ice off the windshield. Because if you do it too soon, it's not going to look good and it's going to be streaky. So you got to go warm it up, wait, then bow, 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 hit, hit, hit the ice scraper and then head on out. You know, that's what Kenny is. It's like the first half is like his warm up half and he's, not seeing the blitz, he's not seeing the hot, he's he's overthrowing and just making those weird decisions. Right. But then the second half, then he's laser focused. And then he he's like, I've seen it, I've done it. All right, let's go, guys. Boom, 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 boom. You know? He he he's got his rhythm, he's got he's got his flow. He's like he's like that one commercial where the traffic cop is like directing traffic, you know, when the lights go out and right. they have the crossing guard vesta. And they're boom, they're dancing with it. Like yeah. that's what Kenny is in the second half. Like it's like it's like, where was this in the first half? I was like, but I'll take it, I'll take it. I'm not gonna be stingy. You know, I'm gonna take it. But it's like, why does it take so much time for him to warm up um in these games? Absolutely. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's the thing you gotta figure out. Look, uh, in the fourth quarter, that comeback was number six of his young career. Eighteen games. Six comebacks, fourth quarter comebacks. Come on. I mean, that's like that's one third. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the math. Wow. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Boy, you know, you can tell you went to class. My goodness. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's that's why I'm here, Wolf. That's why I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm, here I'm here. I'm here to handle all your math and, and, uh, and, and vocab <laughs> needs. Um, For the sake of journalistic integrity, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and and also to balance out the class average. So your mom's like, okay, okay, you got two of them on here, and you know they got one degree, so we're good, we're good. Oh, you, in my mind, I can hear Hoopy laughing hysterically in her little kitchen yeah. up and up at home in Rushford, New York, as she listens to this, and she's going, "You tell them, Max. You tell them." Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, we got half a degree between the two of us. You know what I'm saying? That's the average. That's the average. All right, now you're going to get me in trouble. Okay. Two associate's degrees. Don't worry about it. It makes one bachelor. No, I found it. Um, Very good. Now think about this, all right? This is the second consecutive game that Kenny led a a, a fourth quarter comeback. All right? Two in a row. And, and, And the thing about it is, yes, I get it that we want to start off faster. We got to start off. We're getting later and later into the game, so much so that sooner or later it's going to come around where instead of being late, we'll be early and we'll we'll take off from the get go. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenny should just get to get get wherever he's going like 15 minutes earlier. There you go. And just go go and like throw a bunch of bad passes and warm ups before anybody gets in the stadium, <laughs> and then boom, and then he'll be fine. See, we that's, got all the solutions here. You know? <laughs> exactly. Just right. up, like, you know, like three trash cans, miss all of them, like hit the trash cans, don't right. get in the trash can, and then and then boom. And then, then when you then when you come to first quarter, he's already warmed up. Like, I got all my bad throws out, guys. I just wanted to let you know. You, there's usually about seven of them. Uh and then uh, and then after that I'm 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 fine. I'm, I'm on good. point. I get rid of those bad ones. 
Yeah. Did you ever try to throw the ball into those trash cans? Yes. Yeah. It, failed miserably. Oh, miserably. And, you know, being yeah. a lefty too, because then I got stuck throwing lefty. You know, and it's you can't line it up right somehow. I don't know how to put it. But. No, no, and and also, also, I don't have arc. Like I'm going for yeah. maximum distance. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm like Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite, right? Oh, no. <laughs> How much you want to bet I can throw, I can throw this pigskin clear over in their mountains? <laughs> go back to 82, go back, we would win state. Coach would have put me you in, know? we would have won state. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's See? the yeah, dumbest exactly. movie I've ever seen, Napoleon Dynamite. I, I couldn't believe how uh, stupid wait, it was. But you have no seen way. it, have you? Yes, and yes, I've, I've watched you have it over seen and over in parts. It it. Yeah, he's watched it multiple worst. times. There we go. Yeah, the truth there is, we go. I've watched it, but I'm, I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm going, this is so stupid. But why am I watching it, though? Because it's Come funny. On, Tina. <laughs> Eat your freaking food. <laughs> You know what? You know what Wolf said on the plane on on Sunday. Can I get a dang quesadilla? <laughs> Can I get a dang quesadilla? That's right. Hey, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. No way. <laughs> Dude, who do you think wrote that? What I mean, what were they? What are they? That whoever it was that wrote that thing had to be somebody that just stepped off of Willie Nelson's tour bus or something. You know what I mean? I was I was, I was about to say yeah, they're hanging with, hanging with Snoop Dogg or Willie Nelson. One of the two. I mean, hanging with Seth Rogen maybe. <laughs> All I'm uh, saying uh, is, you think about that. I'm, I look at that whole thing. I'm thinking, when they first wrote that, did anybody think this was a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. That just seemed crazy. But. Yeah, hey, listen. Go ahead. Listen, they, they got they got it done. They got it done. They did. We are now all the worse for it. But I had to quote Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you, did a, you did a good job, man. You did a good it job. It is funny. Our uh, yeah. our producer Dan Quinlan, you know, of the uh, Steelers broadcast, he actually watched Napoleon Dynamite on the flight home on You're Sunday. You're kidding me? I kid you not. Is that 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 guy with the bushy ears? He one of the goofiest. <laughs> John Hader, right? Isn't that his name, Max? <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Hader. Yep. My goodness. Can I have some of your chopsticks? My lips hurt real bad. Gosh. You really good, Wes. It takes a goofy one to know a goofy one. Yeah, it does. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, I got to pull it back in before I start losing my mind. Come on, on, Napoleon. You know, she's she's the woman of my dreams, La Fonda. I don't have any skills. Bow staff skills, nunchuck skills. Girls only like guys with skills. Oh my god! Okay, okay, we're gonna lose, we go. we're gonna lose Wolf. We're gonna lose Wolf. Yes, yeah, I'm like one of the hyenas in the clutch circle of kitty, life. clutch cargo. Here we go. Uh, we're getting back. Spinner and paddle foot. Here we go. We uh, brought it back. Now, how about this one, Max? They're becoming okay. basically they're becoming the cardiac kids, man. They've won five straight games where they trailed by one score or less after three quarters. That's pretty good stuff that you can do that. Five times in a row, I'm not talking about consecutive games, but in the times that they've been behind, five times in a row, you pull the fannies out of the fire. It's what I always used to say. When you know you have a, a quarterback that is capable of doing things like that, you realize that he's showing that franchise-capable capabilities. And and I, that's exactly what you need in a quarterback. Somebody who, you know, it's not like, Okay, game's over here. We're in the fourth quarter. We're behind. We're not going to do very well. Um, that to me, 
these are things that I look for in a young quarterback. They're not going to be uh, as consistent as you want early on. They're not going to be as prolific maybe as you want early on. But they are. They they, they always flash those signs of, of what could be in the future. And I think that's what we, we got with Kenny now. No, we absolutely do. And I think, you know, it, it takes a while before you know who a quarterback is if he is the face of a franchise. But like you said, one of the skill sets is starting to emerge that make up the franchise quarterback equation. And that is resiliency. Yeah. Because that's essentially what it is. When you have a fourth quarter comebacks uh, and you've had that many already, that's called resiliency. And Kenny is displaying that he's unflappable in that. And he only gets stronger as the game goes on. And we saw that in the fourth quarter of this game. We saw it in the second half of this game, right? Yeah. And you quoted the stat. I mean, you go from a 68 roughly quarterback rating to a 96. Yep. Between halves, like that's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty uh, pretty dramatic change to go almost around 30 points difference in performance. Um, that and and, that, and that's pretty awesome. That he has that resiliency. And like you said, Steelers are sitting at four and two right now. Exactly. You know? After week one, who would have guessed we'd be at this point at six games? Yeah. I would I, I think there's a lot of people that would have been doubting it. You know, but I I look at yeah. it, you know, and with the noise that you hear all around it at times, you're like going, Come on, this is the NFL. Do you understand? Look at what happened last night with the, the San Fran boys, right? They're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then all of a sudden back you go up to, to back losses. Yeah, back to back losses. Oh, you know, I mean, things just start. That's what happens. It's the NFL. The landscape of the NFL changes weekly and monthly. Great teams become average teams, become less than average. Less than average teams become good teams. You know, what I mean, it's up and down depending on your injuries and who's on the rise, who's on the fall. That's what makes this league so great. Yeah, I mean, we think about this. Going into this week, you would have said, oh, my God, there are three clear-cut tops in, in the NFC. It was going to be Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit, <laughs> a.k.a. the Detroit Lions. And guess what? The Detroit Lions lost to the Ravens. Yep. Then you had the mighty... San Francisco treats of the 49ers <laughs> go down to the Minnesota Vikings, who at that point, what, only had one win? It was their second win of the season? Or their third win? Which one? I think three, they're three and four. Three and four. They're three and four. Wes, so Wes is flashing three fingers. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not the third quarter, Wes? No? I, I, okay. think, I, think that was the, I think that was their third win, I believe. Okay. Yeah. No, no. no. I, I think it is, too. I think they're three He's and in four. He's in a fact-checking yeah. mode now. Okay, there we go. There we go. You're like the Bruce Almighty typewriter. Uh, he's almost got it. Third win of the season. Third win. Okay. okay. There we go. There we go. All right. So, yeah. So, there we go. See? So, so yeah. Anybody can be beat. And then, I mean, look at this. Miami Dolphins had the number one offense in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> With eight, 17 points. 17 whole points. Team averages 500 yards of offense. 17 points. So, goes to show you 
any given Sunday. Yep, I I use the cliche phrase. What's the Dolphins' record now? They, they've lost two now. They've lost two. They lost to Buffalo, and now they've lost to the Eagles. Ah, okay. And then Buffalo, who we thought was coming back oh, on, they lost to about, New England. Who saw that one coming? I mean, good nobody. Grief. No, no, that one nobody. You know, I mean, you, you sit here and you you know you got people talking about how great the Buff Bills are, and I I, I think they're an excellent team, but they've struggled here. Yeah. They lost over in London too. Yeah, yeah, they lost to the Jaguars. That's right. So that so they yeah the Buffalo Bills have lost three now. You lose to the Jets, you lose to the Jags, and now now and now you've lost to the Eagles. Yeah. Huh. So, so things change. Oh, sorry, shoot New England, New England. Oh, New I England. Said, I said. Oh, New yeah. Three AFC losses too already. That might loom large for Buffalo in a mm. potential, you know, playoff tiebreaker situation. That'll yeah. make that'll make the average Buffalonian gag on his chicken wings. I'll tell you. You know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> make sure make sure they're extra crispy and wet. Anyways, um, and then extra hot buffalo sauce. There you go. Um, oh, I love no. that. But think about this. All right, the Steelers are in the top three teams in wins the week after. Oh, wait a minute. That's something I want to wait for the next one. I got the wrong paragraph. Kenny's fourth Uh-oh. quarter completion percent. That's it. All right. Kenny completed 40 or 73% of his passes, averaging 10.1 yards per attempt with a 102.8 passer rating in the fourth quarter. Those are big numbers for a young buck. The, yeah, the, the, that, that's huge. That's huge. It shows that, like you said, he gets stronger with the, with the game. He starts to get comfortable. The adjustments are there, you know, and he's seeing the field. And finding the playmakers, right? Right. Because I would have to believe what aids in that is when you have a George Pickens to throw to. Yeah, I would think so. But Deontay yeah. also. You know. Well, now, now Deontay. Yes. But but before that, you know, when you're thinking about the other three wins, you know, it was, it was a George Pickens show. I mean, because this is what? I, this is back-to-back 100-yard games for Pickens. George. This yes. First time in is. his career? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so George is – Becoming big play circus George. There you go. Pickens. Yeah, we have to add now big play in, in front of circus. <laughs> big play circus George. There you go. Pickens. 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 All right. You got to finish with and It has to be like delayed too. George Pickens. Pick- <laughs> All right. You like okay. that? Let's go to break because I don't know. I'm, I'm just getting in my stride. Yay. You're just warming up, and I, I need a longer warm-up here. And we'll do that as we break. take a break here. We're in the locker room. Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas back after these messages. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we are back inside. We have the intro sounder to let us know that we are on this show. And it is a real show because we have a voiceover guy. Uh, (laughs) uh, Wolf, you started out with Kenny Pickett. Yes. I see your Kenny Pickett, and I raise you a TJ Watt. Ooh. The wattage is in full effect, and this Sunday marked the seventh career interception for TJ Watt. 
And do you know what that did in in the uh, in the annals of NFL history? There, put him in the same conversation with the great, uh, what's his name, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. Don't you don't you say what's his name? Well, no, I had to. I, I couldn't take your you know headline from you. I saw. I had. To, oh, that's true. I had to bring okay, it back. Thank you. Thank you. See, I appreciate it. So yeah, so T.J. Watt now joins Hall of Famer Lawrence Taylor. As the only players since 1982 when individual sacks were recorded. Right. Um, with 70-plus sacks and 7-plus interceptions in his first seven seasons. You know, it's amazing because you think what those two men have done. That, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, you're talking in the history, the history of the NFL. And you've only got two guys that accomplished seven seasons and 70 sacks and seven interceptions. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, when you talk about the rarest of rare air. Absolutely. And Did I get that know... right? Seven seasons, right? Is this Seven seasons, yep. yeah. Okay. You got it right. You got it, got it. Well, you know, math. So, yeah. you know? Look, at you. Look at you Just and math and Strutting and some math out Look there, buddy. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, just, just think about that, man. He, he, is, he is on a pace that is absolutely phenomenal. Um, when you think about where he's at, um, you know, I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm thankful for him because of, of how he plays and it gets, it keeps us in games and it also lets others feast as well when he's on the field. Cause he draws so much attention and yet he's, he still makes the plays. He still makes that dynamic play at the right moment at the right time and there was no better time than the opening drive of the second half to really kick things off. I felt like that was the additional oh, jumper cables, you know what I'm saying, yep. to the neck that the Steelers needed to uh to get to get in to get in routine. You get a short turnover on the field and then you punch in a touchdown. So you you effectively took away the double score opportunity for the LA Rams because they had scored right at the end of the first half. Remember that 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 Hail Mary-esque type of throw to Tutu Atwell that uh, that effectively put him back in the game. And then they were going to come back and score without the Steelers touching the ball. And T.J. Watt said, ah, I'm, I'm feeling wide receiver. <laughs> feeling wide receiver right now. I have hands. I have good hands. Like he's talk- he was talking to him like the little kid from Little Giants beforehand. Right. And then, boom, picks the ball off and sets up, sets up you know, a, a great, great – second half from the Steelers. You know, the thing about it, too, is you think T.J. Watt, he missed most of one year. So it's not even like he played a full seven seasons or, you know, six seasons yeah. thus far if, you know, if you take away this year. So I, I sit there and go, wow, that's pretty impressive when you think about the fact he's down a number of games probably. Uh, I, I, I haven't looked at, you know, Lawrence Taylor's, you know, participation chart. Uh, in a long time, I only needed to know if he was lined up when we played the Giants. Frankly, that's all you need to know: is he there or is he not there? You know, exactly. To be or not to be, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. Man, that is the question. He was he was sensational. I mean, he was one of the first guys that I can remember ever had the kind of green light to go out and you know do as he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, he he got he got full he got Troy Palomalu treatment before Troy Palomalu. Right, right, right. It was just like, hey, Lawrence, uh, do what you do. 
do what you do. Just go out there. Just go out there. Do what you do. <laughs> yeah. And he did. And he did. Well, you think about it. I mean, there's very few guys, I think, that get that kind of green light. You know what I mean? There's not oh, many. Yeah. And you watch if you watch what uh, TJ did, again, that's just instinctive. He's lined up over the slot. He didn't drop. He was already lined up in a drop, you know, and into his own coverage. And he just came off of his coverage and, and came down and, and followed the eyes. That's all he did. But that's just instincts. That's just a guy playing along with his, uh, you know, samurai sixth sense, giving him an idea what's going on, where he's got to go, what he's got to do. And I think that's exactly what TJ did. He just followed his game brains, man. Yeah, and and listen, if, if there's anybody's knowledge set that I want to trust in those situations defensively, I'm going to trust TJ. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, think about this, Max. How many guys you sit there and you know, you know, the, the rules of a play, all right, what you got to – like, for instance, us blocking. All right, for, I remember one time we are playing in Detroit, and they, they had a, uh, a deal we had worked all week – on a 93 trap. That's a tackle trap. All right? So, inside, they're playing 3-4. You got an inside linebacker, the, the um, weak side inside linebacker, the Mo. He walks up. But instead of being on my outside shoulder like a, a, a three technique, he lines up on my inside shoulder. And it's late in the count. Now, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. It reverse. Instead of my inside shoulder, he's on the outside shoulder. So, I can't say anything to, to – um, you know, touch Poland, but I know that he's going to look the area over. I got to do what I got to do. I got to take the guy. If he crosses my face, which he did do, he crossed my face and he'll, you know, do the trap thing, but you couldn't communicate it that late in the, in the snap count, you know? And so you got to kind of break the rules from time to time when you know things, if you know, your game experience tells you, you know, you better get this guy because if you don't, he's going to get the hit. He's going to make a hit too quick for touch to get there. On a tackle trap, you know what I mean. So these are things yeah, that absolutely. these are things that, that experience tells you whether or not you you know understand you know what the exact rules of, of your uh, confrontation is all about, or you got to do something instinctively. And I think for TJ, think about it, it's just like James uh, James Harrison in the um, Super Bowl, right? He wasn't yeah. supposed to drop; he was supposed to rush, and he comes up with that hundred yard interception return. Yeah, and, and it's just players making plays, right? And trusting what the infrastructure, your your study film to know what, hey, what what's their tendency in this formation? Right. When they do this, this is what they like to do. So I'm going to take a gamble or educate a guess, and I'm going to try something that they're not expecting. A la, like you said, James Harrison in the Super Bowl. Troy Palomalo on a fourth down play. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Superman. Ah, ah j- hey, j- j- just fly over, Captain Caveman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just, just go ahead and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Roll the dice. That's right. Quarterback sneak, tackle for loss. And nobody nobody saw that coming. So, you know, they're, they're, we've been blessed, I feel, because I don't think every team gets it as, consistency as, as consistently as we've gotten it. Mm-hmm. But – you know, to have that "quote unquote" once in a generation player, yeah, come a couple times in a generation, mm-hmm. pretty special, pretty special. One with hair, one with a lot less hair. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, yeah, one, uh, James actually had a bald head, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yes, so. yes, yeah. He, only the only facial hair he had was like this weird skinny mustache, but we're not going to get into that. No, no, wouldn't I? Wouldn't would never insult the man. 
Well, well, I'm not insulting. It's just pointing out something. Well, you're you're a teammate. You can do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm allowed to. It's the locker room. Yeah. Wolf, when your hair is as immaculate as yours is, I mean, you can insult some people. You know, here's the thing. It's hard to be humble with a haircut this good, you know. That that is true. That that is true. That is true. That's right. It looks. I mean, I'd imagine you're freshly shaven, so it means you're, yes. you're getting nice reflection off of the light in the nicely. studio right now. Yep. And uh, you know, magic eight ball. Hey, Wes, shake the magic eight ball and see what it says. <laughs> I dare you. Not not likely in your future. <laughs> now, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, hold on, hold on. I just I just shook the magic eight ball and said, "You're getting knocked out in two seconds." <laughs> okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. No. Yeah. Max, I got to be careful. Though. If I if I turn too quickly, the glare off of that forehead just blinds you know, me. You know, it's funny because I got a five head, not a forehead. Right? So, but I remember yeah. Tunch always used to bust my chops. He'd go, you know, what do you You got no hair and this. And I go, hey, listen, you know, God gives each man just so much testosterone. If you want to use yours to grow hair, so be it. You know? <laughs> So, ah, so I nailed him a few times with that, right? So one time he comes back and, he, and I say it on the air. We're doing it on the air. Because he, he looks and goes, "So what'd you use yours for?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, he, just, he, just, he shut me up with that one, man. I had no comeback to that one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it's in a savings account. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say. <laughs> no, I just, it was just howling because I just got drilled. <laughs> oh, oh my funny. gosh! It oh, was that, funny. No, that, that's, that, that's that's a good one. That that's an absolute good one. Um, I promise I will not do that uh, and crush you on air. I'll wait till <laughs> off air. Um, it's okay. I've been crushed by the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What was that? That was a hiccup. That was a hiccup while laughing. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Oh. We're just off to a roll, like hurt, rollicking start yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. And that, that like hurt my chest, too, because it was unexpected. Yes. Uh, oh, I hate when that Oh, happens. my gosh. Okay. Yeah, okay. We, 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 were, we were still talking about TV. Yes. That's, that's, that's what we were talking about. Let's, let's, let's try and wrangle this segment back together right before the end of it. Um, but, uh, but, you know, also one of the things I think that doesn't get highlighted because it wasn't really in the stats book. Mm-hmm. You know, Alex Highsmith on the opposite oh, yeah. side of TJ. Like, Alex did not get, you know, did not get a sack and did not get those big plays. But he was he was terrorizing Matt Stafford, putting him off, you know, off his point. He wasn't able to settle his feet. Right. Even though he found Puka Nakua, he still struggled a lot. And, in fact, you know, Matt Stafford finished below 50% completion percentage. Exactly so, because you're getting harassed. You're getting that – pass rush coming and you know it's there i mean he can you know matt stafford's a 15-year guy he reads the pocket rush like you and i read comic books i mean you know the fact is he he's very comfortable in there and he was not comfortable sunday you know he was his feet no. were moving a lot and uh, you know you to me one of the things i you know i've heard this from other coaches the sack isn't necessarily the absolute gotta get it type thing a harassment in the in the in the passing huddle you know what i mean i'm you know around surrounding him as the pocket collapses that's the thing that makes quarterbacks very jittery you know i remember in the latter part of bradshaw's career terry you know terry was he he got a little jittery because you know guys are falling out of course that was an era when you know quarterbacks were not nearly protected near as well as they are today so there was a little more emphasis on uh yeah making making sure nobody touches him 
because of the fact that uh, you could really drill a quarterback. But the you know the thing about it is when you are constantly harassing a quarterback like that, that gives you a lot of juice going forward because of the fact that the, the guys tend to be very inaccurate when they got a lot of harassment going on. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's a rough situation uh, for any quarterback. And Matt Stafford especially, you know, when not pressured, he's a 60% completion type of guy. Right, yes. But when he is pressured, it drops below 50%, and we just kept him within his norms and his averages. And that was a great job, you know. I mean, just thinking about it. Yeah. As that pocket collapses, you, what did the – oh, there was a philosopher who was it? That Nitschke guy said, uh, not Ray Nitschke, the Green Bay Packer. You, but mean, you mean Nietzsche? Nietzsche, yeah, him too. There we uh, go. You know, when yeah. he said, my job is to make the, the patient uncomfortable or whatever. You know, that's what I yeah. think the pass rush is all about, to make that quarterback uncomfortable. Yeah, no, and, and, and rightfully so, right? I mean, you know, you don't want a guy sitting back in the pocket and picking you apart. That's what Matt Stafford, no. you know, made as his calling card. And... I think that's where you kind of said, okay, well, you're good here. Here, let's test this left side of yours. And I think, you know, when you look at, you know, kind of how the left side fared, they didn't do as well. Um, you know, they had their issues. Uh, Steve Avila was actually not bad. Uh, rookie no. left guard. Yeah. He, 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 he did a pretty good job. But Alaric Jackson struggled. Uh, the center sh- Smeller, what was it? What's, what was uh, it? Coleman, uh, I got it somewhere along here. If I can find my chart, Pull, Pullman, Pullman Porter, yeah, uh, Coleman Shelton, Shelton. There we go, yeah. Shelton. We got it. There you go. Yeah. I had, I didn't have my glasses on. That's why I got no, a little it, confused. It's out. all good. Yeah, I, and and, and uh, you were better than me. At least you had the four because I'm trying to pull it out the top of my head and it was not working. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Coleman Shelton, you know he he had a rough day against Montrevious had a had a solid game too. Yeah. Yes, he did. Montrevious in the first half was wreaking havoc, and then of course Keanu Benton, you know, getting in there and he had a couple hits on Stafford as well. With Stafford trying to climb the pocket right uh, on the inside, so I mean it was just it was a great defensive effort by everybody, but highlighted definitely by TJ and his uh, and his interception in the second half. You know what was amazing was they I, – I, I don't know. I haven't been really paying attention to it over the weeks, but I, I have not realized that he was flipping back and forth at times. It, 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 do you, has he been doing that all along? I mean, because sometimes he'll, he'll go from the left side to the right side and so forth, you know, trying to create that matchup or mismatch that he wants. Um, but I had not noticed him, like, you know, flipping with Alex Highsmith too much. I might have noticed it maybe once or twice, but – Certainly nothing where there was any big emphasis on that. Yeah, no, so it was uh, – so, yeah, he's been doing that a couple times this year, especially week one. Um, okay. They were running some different overload-type blitzes Okay, where they would bring the outside backer to the opposite side, line up with the other one. So, there was a couple of times where you saw TJ and Alex oh, on the same side. Right. Yes. And then also with Herbig as well, they bring, they bring TJ and Herbig on the yeah. same side. Yeah. So, I mean – they, he, they've been doing this, but that was the first time I saw like a full just reversal flip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Where right. where you swapped the actual outside backer sides. So yes, so he's done it, but this was a different iteration this time in this game. Yeah, okay, there you go. I yeah. like that iteration yeah. too because we got yeah, iterated you know. right there. 
Yeah, we did. And, you know, we're going to iterate ourselves into this break because I just realized we blew past it. Yeah, so of course. we will be back again, with, you know, in the first hour <laughs> here to, fi- to round it out. This is not quite the bell lap. It's the halfway marker. Um, coming up next here inside the locker room, Wolf Starks Ninjas here on ESPN and SNR Radio. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Think about this, Max. The Steelers are in the top three teams and wins the week after the bye. They've got 23, right? Since the bye came into fashion in 1990, which I remember that was, I had just moved to uh, Minnesota and to play for the Vikes for couple years had to you know just uh, pad the retirement a little bit so uh that you know you go up there and you're you got the the bye week and i'm thinking this is really cool man you know and then it's like nobody really knew how to do the bye week you know i mean the coaches were like everybody had a different theory on you know how many days you got this and that and it was really kind of interesting but uh since the bye week the inception of the bye week back in 1990 the steelers have got 23 wins in the week after the bye and i think uh, it says something about you and i'm not sure exactly what it is that it says other than you know there's a there's a message that's being received and the time is used well and certainly to come off and and do so well because uh, they're 13 and four under Mike Tomlin with wins the week after the bye. So it says something about what the coaches is, is putting out there. Well, 13 and four. And then the other stat is they've been seven and zero since 2017. I think they're, that's the other. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Have not lost. No, six, I thought it was six in a row and they were seven. Well, never mind. My yeah, math yeah, well, six in a row through. leading up to this game. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the seventh one. So yeah, I, I forgot about because he was twelve and four before the game. I, I forgot we were just in California, you know. Yeah, that's three hours time difference. Don't no, worry, we're, we're getting our numbers. We're getting our numbers there. We're getting there. But uh, <laughs> oh, you words uh, on paper, <laughs> just laboring away here. <laughs> Oh my God! But 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 no! But I I think it's just it, it is a fantastic stat, and like you said, to be in the top three in that category just lets you know that you know whatever Mike Tomlin's doing, just continue to do it, and how the buys always come at the right time for this team. Yeah, that's essentially what it's saying. That's that's you know, true. That's a great statement. And you know, this one was a little bit earlier than last year's, right? Because we kind of had it right in the middle last year. We got it like week nine. And this year, of course, it was, you know, week six that we got it. So, I mean, a little bit earlier, but it's always perfect. It's always perfect timing because the results are there. The team responds really well to a bye week. And you know what I'm also thankful for, Wolf? You know, when we when we do have a bye this early, uh, you get those mini bye opportunities, mm. which, mm-hmm. you know, when I played, we always got the Thursday night right after Thanksgiving. That was like our – part and parcel, got to have it type of deal because we were always going to be guaranteed to play Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, remember way back in yesteryear, because it feels like ancient history ago, 
you know, Thursday night football did not start till after Thanksgiving when the college season had ended. Right, right. Yeah, that. and so back in those days, that was when we would get that type of that type of comment where you would have okay, we knew that that following week after Thanksgiving, boom, the Steelers are playing Thursday night, and it was usually Cleveland. It was mm. usually a Cleveland game where we where we played Thursday night football, and that was just something that we just kind of you know excited because we said this is a second buy. It was a mini buy because you got because you got the game Thursday. Normally it was like you know on a bye week you get you go until Thursday and then you get the rest of the weekend off. Well, we had gotten the weekend off because we had played a Thursday night football game, so you get the same time off. So you can still even though the week leading up is not as relaxed. Where oh my goodness, you know we're gonna do this 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 and this and you know. Now we're off because you know from practice, but no, you play the game, you earn that extra bye week, and we got two of those opportunities this year still left in the tank. So I think it really just times up well for the Steelers to get those additional days off as we get later into the year. We got one coming up in November, and that's against the Titans, and then the other one's going to be against the Patriots in December. Absolutely, all right. That's a wrap yeah. for the first hour here, buddy. Because you know what, coming up, Bob Labriola. Max and Bob coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll be back with more after this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.